Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 290 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Welcome, bots, logs, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 48. Getting head. 48, hey, baby. A bucket cast. 48. What do we got for 48, Spencer? You double that, you get 96. And uh, you <laughs> flip that around, 69, baby. Hey. 96 is like when we, you're with your bro and you got to sleep on the same bed, but yeah. you don't want it yeah. to be gay at all. So it's yeah. like feet to, feet to head. And uh-huh. uh, in, infamously, as they said uh-huh. on Seinfeld, the genitals are still aligned. That is true. In it, some it cases, yeah, that it, might actually work better if you got a bendy, bendy old penis. Or you depending know? on what you're into, you know, it's like you're you're not really, you know... You're not really preventing any any physical acts from taking place no, at that no, point. No, you know, definitely. If not. anything, you're enabling different right, uh, right. sex acts to happen. Yeah. So very you know, interesting. You can just ones. do whatever. Yeah. It's this like you can it, fart yeah. on the back of someone's head. That's a is that a sex act? I guess that's probably. A sex act. Uh, I mean, <laughs> depends on what that. communities you know, you're hanging you, out with. You know what forty eight uh, actually really is though. Uh, uh, it's the sum of the tool song forty six and two. Uh, so that's the name of the episode, obviously, right? The sum of... 46 and 2 yeah. off of uh, the uh, album Anima uh-huh. by Tool. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, mm-hmm. uh, should we wait until later to bring this up? I'm not sure. Um, should we? I found some uh, stuff about Tool in some uh, some DM conversations between you and I that... I had forgotten about entirely, and I'm. It is a now deleted Reddit post that I screenshotted and saved, and it's very long. But it would be worth taking a look at if I you do remember, remember that. You know what, what that is. You know what? Yeah. Maybe uh, because that's gonna be that's it's long. It's uh, pretty long. You want to yeah. do that maybe after the episode? Yeah, yeah. And we, then we can I can uh, cut yeah. it in if if it's time a lot, but it probably won't. Yeah, we should do that though. It's pretty. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's absolutely. pretty good. Um. Well, we're here. Um, we are. IRL. Indeed. Uh, in together. IRL, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So, Britt, what's up? What's going on? No, no, a lot. You know, it's actually been like super nice out and spending some time yeah, outside. It's been really warm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out with my wang out. Uh, hopefully, you're not getting in trouble for that. <laughs> no, no. Um, you know, it's I have a micro penis. So, uh, <laughs> so nobody even noticed. No, anyway. yeah, no. It's just like, yeah, huh, that, that, yeah. that guy is uh, wearing some. Very, very tight peach colored shorts or something. Or, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. 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 All how, right. How, how, how have you been? Busy. busy. Brit, I've yeah. been busy. I actually had you come over today, one day early to do the cast because I was like, Brit, I have too much to talk about. You have to, you have to come over. We have to do this today. Fair it's enough. essential. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. I went to two concerts in this last week, Brit. Okay. Two. Tell, tell me about them. I haven't been to a concert in a year and a half, and tell, I've now gone me, to two. What, 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 what do we got? Over a year and a half, I guess. Um, so uh, the first one uh, was this past Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. 
November or November, November, it's September, 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 okay. September 5th, uh, this Sunday. So I had about an hour left at work and I was working and then I got a call. I got a text, um, from our mutual guest, our mutual friend and previous guest, Scott Thorpe, also known as we forgot, also known as we forgot, who texted me and was like, Hey, uh, I'm on my way to Seattle right now. I have 10 VIP tickets to this festival at Seattle Center. And uh, Seattle Center is like a big park that's, you know, right outside of the Space Needle. It's extremely Seattle. Like it's, you look it, up and you it, got the Space Needle yeah, right here. It's where they have Bumbershoot, which is our other big music festival. Yes, totally. Um, so I look up this day in, day out fest on the internet and I'll be honest, I'm not interested in any of the bands, but... No, I looked it up and I'm like, eh. But I looked at the VIP benefits and the VIP, the VIP tickets come with three drink tickets. Hell yeah, baby. So I was like... Hell yeah, baby. I was like, well, I mean, already I was into it because I wanted to hang out with Scott because I haven't seen Scott in forever. So I was like, already I was kind of down. But then when I saw there was going to be free drinks, I was like, I'm super down. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go check this out. So uh, I knew I was only going to make it in time to see maybe the last two bands because they had like the set list up on the website. And the last Mm -hmm. two bands were Starfucker and Churches. Cool. I've seen seen both of them before. Starfucker at, uh, I've seen Starfucker a couple times, I think, at uh, Capitol Hill Block Party. Ah. And then I saw churches like seven years ago when they were kind of still coming up and getting big. Yeah. Um, I um I saw Starfucker 10 years ago open wow. for uh, the Flaming Lips at Marymore Park in Redmond. I can't believe they're that old. I know. Weird, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I texted my friend about that show. And yeah, I, I mean, Starfucker was like, like mid-2000s or something though, right? I, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with that band. But I texted my friend about it and <laughs> my friend was like, are those bands even famous? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, <laughs> no, they're I both guess super so. famous. I get, you know, no, no, there were a lot of people at that show, and that show was an expensive show. Like the regular tickets to that show, just like the pit tickets were hundred bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. The VIP tickets were one hundred and forty. No, which was like fucked. I was like, whoa, okay, this is very expensive. Um, so no, they, I, I saw them at the Paramount, and they sold it out. Churches like seven years ago. So. Wow. They've been big forever. It's crazy. Yeah. So I never listened to churches before, but we'll get to that. Um, A couple of things about the VIP area for this show that I found were amusing. So on the website, it lists uh, like a bunch of like benefits for being a VIP because obviously they got to sell you on the idea of spending more money on a ticket to the show. Mm -hmm. So they're like, here's the benefits of the VIP area. Sure. You get your own pavilion seating where you can watch the show from above, which means it's on top of the Fisher Pavilion, which if you know the Fisher Pavilion, that means you know it's super far away from the stage. Yeah, it sucks. They you can't hear anything. They didn't set up any fucking monitors for the VIP area. Oh, no. I know. Amateur hour. I was like, what the fuck? So there was no monitors for the VIP area, so you could barely hear the show. Like, you could literally talk over the bands. Wow. And uh, one of the other things, I, I like that they use this as a bullet point on the website, and I've really got to bring it up. I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. On the website, it said, quote, enjoy... Our life-size Jenga. And I was like... Isn't Jenga life-size Jenga? Yes. Um, so <laughs> Just I was, the regular one? I was That's... very curious as to what they meant by that, like how big this Jenga set was they going to be. They mean a huge Jenga, right? Uh, so the, I was assuming, yes, a huge Jenga. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want to see this Jenga that they you know, pitched on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh so the, the Jenga was literally just like one of those slightly larger larger Jenga sets that they have at bars. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was literally just that. There was only one set. Only Oh, that's beautiful. And, and no one touched it. It was just sitting there pristinely set up. It's a fucking... <laughs> you don't bring... Post-COVID? Like, why are you bringing community games back into the thing? Like... 
That's it's yeah. it's like wood that people touch. Wood is not antibacterial. No, that's one of the biggest lies of the cutting board industry, man. Yeah, definitely. You see it. You always want a plastic oh. cutting board. Always. Oh, hell yeah. Always. Hell yeah. So that's food safe right there. I mean, or, um, or a coated wood board. Coated wood boards yeah, are the yeah, best. Or like best of both worlds. And it's like yeah, coated. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. like that's yeah, what yeah. I use, and I yeah, like it a lot. Here. It's really Love good. It. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so the VIP area, total bullshit. One of the other things they pitched, there was like, oh, there's like, there's a lot of bathrooms. There's extra bathrooms at the VIP area. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because like. Fisher Pavilion, where the show is being held, uh, held, it's like a part of um, Seattle Center, what? and I know that area pretty well. That's, it stands for very important piss. So, VIP. That's oh yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so <laughs> Fisher Pavilion, I know it pretty well because I've worked a few events there and I've gone to a lot of events there, mm-hmm. and I know that Fisher Pavilion has bathrooms inside of it. Yeah. Um, not on the top level; it's on the the next level down. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Oh, well, they must just let us use those bathrooms, right? Because that's right next to the VIP area." No. So instead of letting us use the Fisher Pavilion bathrooms, they just had a line of six porta potties. Oh, no. Six. Uh, so the line for the bathroom was: I literally stood in the bathroom line for twenty five minutes. <laughs> So in this, the VIP area. So this sounds like Fire Festival, but the bands actually showed up. Uh, I mean, basically, like <laughs> when the event generally seemed to go off without a hitch. Like the bands played, then there was a little bit of time, then the other bands played. Yeah. So that part was functional. Um, we hung out at the top there for uh, Starfucker, and then we went down and watched churches like down at the pit because we just were like, "Wow, we can't hear the bands." Oh, okay, at all. so you like, were still we're allowed gonna... to go in the pit. Yeah, we're still allowed to go, to go down okay, there because like, if you were a VIP, like you could just go anywhere, mm-hmm. which was nice. But yeah. then also the security was very lax, so I'm pretty sure you could have gotten into the VIP area if you were not a VIP. <laughs> Fair. So, anyways, it was that part was a bust, but the free drinks were tight. Um, they were had very stiff pours. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking like at least a shot and a half, two shots per drink, which was nice. Cool. Actually, would you mind if I interrupt you uh, after you're done with this story? Because I do have something to add why I wasn't there. Um, so you were part of the group chat that was invited to this, and you were like, no, no, I can't. I have a wrestling pay-per-view. I absolutely it's, did well, have well, a wrestling pay-per-view. Well, hold on. Before you tell that story, mm-hmm. when I saw Scott, Scott was like, so Brit has a wrestling pay-per-view i was like brit's really into wrestling right now this guy was like okay <laughs> and i was like yeah i know <laughs> i mean that's that's yeah I've, I've, <laughs> so do tell so um sunday night was uh, a pay-per-view i've been looking forward to for quite a while um aew's all in mm-hmm. uh it is being heralded by like wrestling media is maybe the greatest pay-per-view wrestling event of all time. Wrestling media. Wrestling. There's a ton of wrestling media, dude. I'm aware. I'm just, there's actually some just very, calling out that, uh, that, like Dave Meltzer has over a million followers on Twitter. I think like there's some huge wrestling media out there. It's nuts. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, and he's just a commentator. Like some of the actual wrestlers have more than millions of followers. But um, it was fucking incredible. It was the most entertained I've ever been by a wrestling show in my entire life. It <laughs> cool. fucking rocked. It was, I mean, uh, I already bought the pay-per-view when Scott invited me. Otherwise, it would have been like, yeah, hell yeah. I would have like just downloaded the pay-per-view the next day and gone to the show. But I already bought it, so I'm like, I'm committed to this. Yeah, but you, you can't just like watch it later. You had to watch it live. 
Yeah. Live was critical. Okay. Well, I was, right, I, mean, I was, I, I was, uh, like live chatting with a couple of my, uh, wrestling friends ah, about it. See, so. we, we were, we were talking about that. We were like, yeah, but it's probably like on Reddit, like live commenting it or something. Yeah, there was, I, I was on Reddit, <laughs> but I also have a couple of friends who were smarks and I was just chatting with them the whole time. That's tight. So it ended mm. up being a good time. Mm. It was incredible. That's awesome. I've already seen the other bands and so whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, Churches was totally okay. I mm-hmm. am not familiar with their music. From The one funny thing that happened while they were playing, and I thought this was funny, I don't know. Uh, the singer was like talking, and she was like, oh, we have a new song for you. I can't do a British accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> she was like talking for a long time with a British accent about how they have a new song, and she was excited to play it and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they started playing the song, and it sounded exactly like the song that they just played, like to a point where I was like, are these, the, are they doing a joke right now? Is this a bit? Did, did they do a wizard part two on us? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I am convinced that they either played the same song twice or they have two songs that are in the exact same key, the exact same tempo with the exact same instrumentation and vocal melody. <laughs> they have more than one song like that. <laughs> Like, it was it was strange uh, watching it from an outside perspective. Uh, me and when I say outside perspective, I mean just like somebody that's not familiar with their music. Um, it was weird how big they were. Like there, like there were a lot of people there that all like knew the words of their songs. Like mm-hmm. they were, like it seemed to be a popular thing, and it was all young people too, like eighteen to twenty three. That's like, interesting. It was not when was I none, saw them. I was, was like, like one of the oldest people there. Yeah, definitely. Really, that's super yeah. interesting because like when I saw them. I was like, it was all people around my age. Interesting. Huh. I wonder if they've had like a bunch of big music recently. Cause yeah, I don't know, man. It just sounded like mall music to me. Anyways, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very like, to me, it's like music that you put on fucking any ABC, NBC, CBS drama. Like, Oh yeah. It's like kind of dramatic, but like, you know, female vocalist, big synthy. It's like super toothless is how i felt about it like it was like it had so many potentials to be edgy but it was like not edgy in any way (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh yeah that's about right yeah and so what kind of band were they playing with because when i saw them it was just three people i think it was one guy who did like all the sampling and stuff and then one guy i think playing guitar and did some sampling and then the vocalist um so it was yeah, vocalist and then two other dudes. Mm-hmm. They both played guitar and bass and did samples and synths. Oh, okay. And then there was a drummer. Oh, okay. I don't think they had a drummer when I saw him, but they might have. So it was kind of weird because like in most of the songs, like one of the dudes was just like live playing the drum beat and then the drummer was just playing along to it. And I was like, you could cut one of these things out and it would mm-hmm. be fine. I mean, they're, the thing is like their music isn't like that layered to where like any one of them. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's fine. They're fine. But yeah, uh, tell, fine. Me, tell fine. me about your other concert. Okay. So the other show uh, was sort of a similar type of a event in the sense that like a friend of mine was like, Hey, I have an extra ticket to this show. If you want to go. And I was like, sure. This show was the hella mega tour, uh, which mm-hmm. is Weezer fallout boy and green day. Yep. Um, I arrived during Weezer's last two songs. Oh, so, bummer. What were um, they, what they close out on? Yes. Bummer. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, what, uh, the, Weezer puts on a decent concert. No, I, I, I was actually interested in seeing Weezer, at least much more interested in seeing Weezer than Fall Out Boy, but um, whatever. Um, Hopefully anyway, they, did they close with Beverly Hills, please? They did not. Oh, Do you want to guess what song they closed with? Um, 
So you you got there with the last two, right? I saw their last two songs. So I'm going to assume. What do you, yeah. What do you think? They're, what do you think? In Weezer in 2021's last two songs they play are. Honestly, probably. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> one of these three songs. Just guess two songs. Uh, Come on. Okay. Uh, in my room and Buddy Holly. No. Neither of those. Neither of those. Wow. Okay. Uh, the last two songs they played sweater? were sweater. No. What? They're not closing enough the show with any of their hugest songs. The last two songs they played were Toto by Africa and fuck you and fuck you say it ain't so. Okay. I guess that was the, that so was the song they closed with. Yeah. Yeah. But to- um, fuck you, Toto suck a yeah, dick. I mean, fuck you, Weezer. Uh, yeah. Fuck. We- fuck not, you, fuck, Weezer. Not, not Toto though. We love Toto. Toto's tight. No, no. Toto's tight. Weezer yeah. playing Toto is not dog tight. shit. It's not fuck tight. You, it's Weezer. not good. I don't like it. Like Toto t- playing hash pipe is kind of tight. That would be kind of yeah, tight. That, that's tight. No, it's, it's happened. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah. So, yeah, so in response out. to Weezer covering Toto, Toto covered hash pipe and it's kind of fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, anyway, so we got there as Weezer was, was uh, ending and then um, uh, got our seats and everything and then watched Fall Out Boy um, and, then, uh, and then Green Day was the headliner. Um, now, I'm not super familiar with Fall Out Boy. Like, the thing is with Fall Out Boy is they, I, I really like pop punk, but I got out of pop punk right before Fall Out Boy became a thing. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, very little frame of reference for them. I know their singles because their singles always get lumped in with pop punk when I play pop yeah. punk radio. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't like that because I don't, I don't know. I just don't have any nostalgia, nostalgia for that band. Cause I yeah. never listened to them back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were fine. Like they, they played their singles. Well, they, they played their, like their three, like really big songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they played like other songs that sounded nothing like those songs, but like the crowd still seemed to kind of like it, which was weird because like I get why people like their old songs. They're very like emo pop punk kind of vibe. Their yeah. newer songs are just like Aren't they dancier or something like no, that? No. Their newer songs are just like they're just like kind of generic radio rock kind of stuff. It's like it reminds yeah. me more of something like uh fuck, like a like an audio slave kind of vibe. Interesting. Like, I don't know. It was fine, but their older songs were definitely better, and the crowd definitely liked those songs better. But yeah. um, I don't know; they were fine. Green Day. How about Green, Green Day? Day? So Green Day was. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So so uh, before you go, uh, I have seen Green Day. That was my very first concert nice. experience ever. Yeah. I saw them at twelve years old. My parents took me uh, for their Nimrod tour wow. in Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska, That's at the so Sullivan cool. Arena. Yeah, that must have been really fun at the time. Uh, it was. It was all right. I mean, I. I I wasn't that into them. My parents were more so, but they're like, yeah, you should come and check this concert out. And like, you know, there was like a bunch of people smoking weed around us. And like, I didn't like that then, <laughs> but I do now. <laughs> Sweet little, little Brit. Sweet child. <laughs> um, Sweet child. Anyway, so I have never seen Green Day. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have some nostalgia for Green Day in the sense that like, yeah. I, I as I said, like I used to be pretty into pop punk. Green Day were definitely one of those bands that I was into at that time, um, and I for listened sure, to sure. a lot of their songs a lot. And thing is, upon watching Green Day, I realized like Green Day has a lot of songs that everyone knows all the words to. Yeah, which I mean, is they're... like that's impressive. Like when you reach like that kind of level as a band, where you just like every song you play, pretty much like you're like, oh yeah, I know this song, even though I'm not like I've not like sat down. I have never. I don't think I've. In the last mm, 15 years, I don't think I've ever honestly sat down and been like, I'm going to listen to Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I'm just going to listen to that song. I don't think I've really done that, but Mm -hmm. 
I still feel like I know most of the lyrics to that song. Like, I mean, just because like I've I've yeah. heard it by proxy. Yeah, so it was many like times. there was a there was a, like a yeah. market saturation of it in your youth. Yeah, and so yeah, like I, I bet there aren't a ton of people that were like eighteen that knew all the words to their songs. So no, um, I saw a lot of young people there. Actually, interesting. I feel like it was actually more geared towards younger people than it was geared towards like older mm. fans because most of the material that they played was off of like the American Idiot record. They, I mean, that, they that, played, that's a millennial album, though. That's I not guess. a Gen that, Z that, album. See, that album came out after I was not into Green Day anymore. It was like 2004, 2005? I think it was 2005. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, But yeah, anyways, I don't know. They were fun. But here's some interesting things that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Green Day. Now, okay, I should stipulate another thing about the show. I drank six beers. Uh, They were tall yeah. boys, and oh, they were boy. all over 6%. And oh, nice. And I got... Trashed, yeah. and I was also eating edibles, and I was oh, also no. just like, bah. so no, I was like no. fucking real drunk, and I was also I was just dancing to, to Green Day. I was like, cool, whatever. I'm at this big weird stadium. There's like a billion people here. They're all watching Green Day. I'm gonna just dance. Yeah, do so it. whatever, you know. So I was doing that, but then halfway through their set, they played a Kiss cover. <laughs> what what Kiss song? They played Rock and Roll All Night. I guess they I played the entire song. Okay. And it was fucking weird. Because, like, as I said before, like, we, uh, I've almost said Weezer, uh, Green Day has a lot of songs that everyone knows. Like, mm-hmm. they do not need to play fucking Yeah, they don't Kiss. need a cover. Like, they've yeah. got a and full... And Kiss of all, of all fucking shit to cover? It's like, dude, what? Yeah, they've literally got, like, two, two and a half hours of almost nothing but A-sides. Yeah. Like, and they're a punk band who has three, four-minute songs. Like, that's nuts. It was weird. Uh, so it was a weird choice. Um, it was a weird choice that they played. Um, but other than that, uh, it was pretty good. They were pretty mm-hmm. fun. Um, I I thought that they were all right. Cool. Yeah. Um, one last thing in reference to the previous show, the church's show. Shout out to the dude wearing the Kanye battle jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a dude wearing a denim jacket that he had then he had cut up and sewed a bunch of Kanye West t-shirts to. Mm-hmm. In a way that looked just like a battle jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I bet that dude's never seen a battle jacket. So, like, just the, the the fact that he just had that idea on his own and just decided to do that, I think that's nice. Yeah. He um, probably saw it on a, a Pinterest board yeah, or something. Yeah. Or Instagram. Something yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you sent me a picture of him and I just uh, texted back a crypto battle jacket. Oh, yeah. That's fucked. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, anyways, that's been my week. It's been really rad. Britt, would you oh, hit yeah. us with a bucket fact? I would love to hit you with a bucket fact. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we're going to talk about Buckethead's awards and various rankings in top lists. It's clickbait time, baby. Clickbait, baby. Top 10, top 10, top 10. (laughs) Um, Let's do it. This is the top four list that Buckethead is on. So, uh, (laughs) number four. um, In 2011, Metal Sucks uh, put him on their. Top 25 modern metal guitarist lists. In, in what, sorry, what year was that? Uh, 2011. Okay. Uh, what, what place do you imagine he got out of 25? For uh, uh, top 25 ni- 19. modern metal guitarists. Very close, 17. Excellent. Um, he's not, 
he's not the kind of guy that you throw in the top five, and he's not the type of guy you also throw in the bottom five. Like he's definitely, definitely in the like the he's he's a teener. He's a teener. Definitely. Like yeah, if anything, because he doesn't like have that like hit single or anything you can really attach him to. Outside of like soothsayer, but it's not really the yeah, same thing. It's like no, kind no, of a no. natural kind of viral thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a like, cult, a cult yeah. hit more uh-huh. so than like a, a big hit. Um, mm-hmm. In 2000. 2000- what do you mean? Shackler's Revenge was fucking sick. It was sick, uh, but that was a, <laughs> uh, a rock band hit, not an actual hit. Mm. Um, although uh, they didn't actually place them. Uh, in 2011, he was named one of the 50 fast guitarists of all time by Guitar World magazine. Oh, what place? Uh, it was it was not named. It was just by alphabetical. Okay. Uh, same with the list in uh, Guitar World 2016 for the 25 all-time weirdest guitarists. Oh yeah, did he get number one? He should. No, that that one was also not ranked. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely I'd say the weirdest guitarist. Yeah, he's definitely the weirdest. Well, I don't know. Fucking, what's his name from Primus? He played in Possessed. Yeah. Larry Lalonde played in Possessed. So he actually goes by Lair. Uh, and I know that because I watched like an hour and a half video. Of the other day. Wow. Um, <clears throat> shut up. Um, and then finally, in Guitar World Magazine 2008, he's named in the top 10 shredders of all time. You want to guess okay. what place he's in? Mm. Seven. Number eight. Close. Very nice. close. Nice. Um, as far as things he's been nominated for, but is not won, uh, mm-hmm. we've got uh, from 2003, he was nominated for a Fangoria Chainsaw Award, which uh, goes to horror movies for the no. s- best score for Flesh for the Beast. Uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, he lost to the score for Cabin Fever by Nathan Barr and Angelo uh, Badalamonte of mm. Twin Peaks fame. Yeah. Um, and then in uh, 2014, he was nominated but did not receive the award for best music uh, for um, an award I don't have the name of, but I will <laughs> edit Great it in job. post. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you sound. Make sure you make it sound very edited in. Oh yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they they did that, and I thought it was the hol- most hilarious thing ever. Oh great, we just got to leave natural holes. Uh, yeah, to, to plug later. Oh, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, but uh, him and Viggo Mortensen for the film Juja lost to Witching and Bitching, who. Uh, was okay. done by Joan Valent, who also did some of the music for the Oscar award-winning film Birdman. Okay, nice. Um, that was a very in-depth uh, list of awards. Yeah. Um, so one thing Buckethead is unfortunately absent from is Rolling Stone's top 100 guitarist lists. Ah, you mean the band The Rolling Stones? Yes. Top 100 guitarists. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, it's just Keith, Jagger Keith Richards and Ron Wood back and forth forever, just 50 times each. Yes, yes. Um, and Charlie Watts is in there just to, like, <laughs> just throw him a bone. Um, so Buckethead is notably absent from the list, which features some interesting, in my opinion, some controversial choices, especially since oh, yeah. Buckethead's not on there. Okay. Including Johnny Ramone at number 28. <laughs> 
Okay. Which I mean, all right. Johnny Ramone is a fine punk songwriter. Yeah. Putting him on a list of top guitarists is, um, I'm going to say, incorrect. I think they're missing the, the, the spirit of top guitarists. Right. But when you're listing guitarists as like skill and ability, it's like the, the dudes that, it's not necessarily like dudes that are all super shred, you know, but it's like mm-hmm. dudes that are like, Definitely like accomplished masters of the instrument, not yeah. necessarily like who are the best like rock songwriters. Right. Right. Because I wouldn't expect Buckethead to be on that list, mm-hmm. but I would expect to see him on like a top guitarist list. Right. And, you know, and you know, like they had like, I, I accept like Kurt Cobain's on the list and I accept him a lot more I mean, than, than Johnny Ramone because sure. he at least kind of developed a new style of guitar playing. Sure. In a way. Um, sure. Still not also, the same. Not really the same thing, still, but, uh, but yeah. also on the list is The Edge at number 38. <laughs> and we also have Slash on the list. And uh, you want to guess what place he's in? Number five. Of top 100 guitars from yes. Rolling Stone. Yes. You really think? Okay. It's uh, 65. Okay. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, who was number one? Uh, who? Take a guess. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, of course. Okay. Jiminy Hendrix. Jiminy Hendrix. We listened to three more friggin' Pikes this week, huh? Friggin' Pikes, baby! Uh, 142, 143, 144. Nautical Nightmares, Blank Bot, and Scream Sunday, respectively. Hell yeah, baby. The These were three pretty strong Pikes, I thought. They were three pretty strong Pikes. Um, yeah, honestly, we got off to a pretty good start. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Yeah. Uh, Pike 142, Nautical Nightmares, came out on May 31st, 2015, one day after last call for the EP Ripley. Yeah. This one is, like, goofy and fun in the way that I, like, kind of expected the Pikes to be before I listened to them. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. very groovy and it's very weird, and but mm-hmm. it's very listenable for one of his weird Pikes, it you know? It is. Um... I think one of this was actually my least favorite Pike this week. And it was because he does this thing with, uh, he has a lot of electronic drums on here and it's the Mm -hmm. sample pack he's been using from like kind of the early Pikes. This is true. Uh, that has like a, uh, this really wet snare and then a bunch of like really pronounced claps. Oh, we do. But the Ah, claps are like really pronounced. And then there's a kind of a soft 808 in there. Um, but, I noticed like by the sixth song, he kept on doing the exact same pattern where it'd be like a whole bunch of shred and then it'd be the, the clap and kick and then it'd go to the snare and kick and then back to like the clap and kick. And it was, he kind of set up this, like he used the same drum loops over and over again. And I got kind of bored of them by the end. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely understand that, that criticism. I, um, I did enjoy it in the sense that like, it was just like groovy and goofy and not too intense, not too anything. Yeah. Like it was enjoyable. It was not my favorite one this week, Yeah, but it was enjoyable. It was not a bad pike. Mm -hmm. Uh, He uses a lot of kill switch in here, but I like the way he uses it. Yes. Uh, It's not like he doesn't use it in like solos a ton. He uses it more for like playing melodies kind of, or leads where just like part of the notes are cut out and it sounds really cool. It does. Uh, he does. He does a lot of effects on this album, and like half of his "quote unquote" solos on this album are more just him kind of fucking around with effects. Just dope. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah, I agree. 
uh, yeah, where uh, where do you think it should go in the park? I would say this one is like it's like a funky bathroom music. Like I know we've 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 brought bathroom music a lot in the in the cast, but like if you ever go into a bathroom in a building that's like where the bathroom is designed to be to have the same aesthetic as the rest of the building, mm-hmm. like imagine that, but for like a very nineties like um. I forget the name of it. There's there's like a name for it, but like that aesthetic of like the like 97 to like 99 where it's like everything's like really gaudy and like over the top and like yeah. lots of weird funky shapes mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. I feel like it, it would go well in a bathroom that is shaped like that. Uh, you know, you get your like Dawn of the Millennium kind of weird aesthetic in there and orb toilets. Uh, millennium. Uh, hold up, excuse me. Yes, Willennium. Yes, I'm will sorry, I didn't use the preferred will nomenclature there. Yes, yes. So, will two K baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, two zero 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 will two K Millennium. Oh, excuse me, Willennium. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. You know. Uh, going with the nautical nightmares theme, I thought it would uh, be great. Uh, in something like uh, the Universal Studios Waterworld show. Tell me what that's like. You know, I have no idea. Uh, Bevo mentioned it on our last podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, huh. I listened to that. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. But he said it, so I assume it does exist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's go with that. Anyways, Pike 143, Blank Bot. Uh, yeah. This one was interesting. Released on June 5th, 2015, just five days after Nautical Nightmares. Uh, My is, favorite pike this week. I would totally agree. Um, it is separated into nine different tracks, mm-hmm. just like the last album. Uh, the last album was separated into uh, tracks which were named Shell 1 through Shell 9. Mm-hmm. And this one was tracks QZ1 through QZ9. Um, once yep. again, like the last album, every track, every song in here is seamless. It runs into the next one. Uh, except for maybe the last song. The last song is kind of its own thing. Yeah. But everything else runs into itself. But unlike the last album, this one isn't quite as formulaic, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. Um, this one is, it felt fresh. Like, it's him doing, like, his, like, funky, weird, funky stuff. But, it like, it felt very fresh, and it felt very fun. And it was really energetic, and I really enjoyed all of it. And it like builds to this like really epic guitar solo at the mm-hmm. end, and it's just a very fun Pike. I, so, I was very impressed with it. One thing I that really <laughs> stood out to me from the very first like two minutes of this mm-hmm. album is I think he's using a single coil guitar in this. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, it does sound like it. Like it, You're it right. yeah, it, it sounds yeah. like different from all of his other guitar tones. It's got this like maybe that's why it sounded so fresh. Yeah, it, it yeah, has no, this like, right. interesting like, thinness to it that yeah. you only really get when you have a couple single coils engaged. You know, it might have been a guitar with like maybe two single coils and a humbucker or something like that. But it might have just been using some kind of weird processing. I don't know. That, that too. I mean, it, there, does, it, does, it did sound. There like are a, ways yeah. to get a humbucker guitar to sound like a single coil, but like. He did so much stuff on here that's like single coil stuff that sounded like he was doing it on a single coil that I'm like, he's got to be playing a Strat or something on this. Um, a Stradivarius. Yeah. yeah that like band the band. Sucks. Yes. Um, so What are you talking about? Black Diamond or whatever? No. He did that one song. I don't care. You know, <laughs> that one song. 
Yeah. The Black Diamond song. Uh, the drums on this album are super cool. Uh, he uses some electronic stuff, but yeah. he's also got like this really big, almost like 80s prog kind of mix to him. I can see that. Yeah, they're they're really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uses a lot of the 808 and claps in here, which is cool. Um, he knows all about that BASS, babe. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah. Um, one thing I found interesting is he started songs four, six, and eight in almost the exact same way. I don't know if you noticed this, but all the songs start out with just um, like an 808 kick and claps and then him kind of scratching around on guitar for like 30 seconds or so Mm. and playing very similar riffs each song. I don't know if he was trying to make that a musical motif or what. I'm not sure. But it was kind of cool. I I dug it. It was a good song. Heck yeah. Um, I think the big standout track on here was uh, track nine. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it closes out the album. It's like this kind of almost like arena rock arena metal style song, but yeah. it has the 808s and claps on it once again. And like some pretty real roomy sounding drums. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, very much. It, it felt to me like it was the song at the end of the album of like Buckethead, just reassuring fans. Uh, yeah. I'm still the same Buckethead. Yeah. I, I still, I still fucking shred baby. Yeah. People really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. in the comments, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was sick. Like this album is probably my favorite this week. Nice. Uh, next one's really good, but this one was super cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, where you have anywhere go in the park? That is a great question. It's very fun music, so I feel like it should be used for something where people would actually hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like entrance to the park music. Okay. Yeah. Um, like this is what you're in for. It's yeah. like all this. Yeah. But like it, different flavors of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like he really hit the nail on the head calling this album Blank Bot because lots of the music felt like super robotic. He did a whole bunch of that. Um, it's like an overdriven and enveloped and whammy down-tuned guitar that almost sounds like a weird big uh, like synth bass. Yeah. He did that with the the kill switch a lot here. Yeah. And he made cool. really cool melodies out of it uh, in... God, what song was that? There was one song where he just started doing that. Oh, um, song three. Mm. He does like this really super fun melody for a couple minutes with just that combination using a ton of the kill switch. And it's just delightful. Uh, just delightful. Yeah. Song QZ3 and also song nine. Definitely the standout tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. Big time recommends. Heck yeah. Uh, but going, because it sounded like a robotic album, I think this should be like in the line for a robot theme coaster, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. I'm into it. Pike 144. Yeah. Scream Sunday. I scream, you scream. We all scream for Scream Sunday. Hell yeah. Uh, released Hell, on yeah. June 6th, 2015. Just one single day after Blank Bot. Jesus Christ. I know. He's just fucking. Yeah. I mean, we're we're at the period now in the 2015s where mm-hmm. he is literally releasing one. I think after this, the longest he goes for the rest of the year um, between two pikes is like five days. Jeez. It's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This one is way more metal than the last one. It's, it's very, very much like the last one um, in the sense that you still have like programmed drums mm-hmm. and like electronic sounding drums here and there, but it's much more metal focused. Is uh, the first song and the last song? Yes. Yeah. Uh, second song was like funk. 
basically. Yeah. It was like funk rock with a ton of soloing over it. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, I feel like all three songs were kind of the same idea. It was like a lot of shredding and soloing over backing tracks, yeah? Mm. Um, but, like, the backing tracks were just very different, kind of a different tone each song. Uh, the first one was just, like, all over the map, kind of. It was, like, all different genres of metal. Uh, the second one is a lot more funky. And then the last one is, like, metal, but, like, way heavier than the first song. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a cool album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I, yeah, I, I, I saw a couple people online uh, complaining about the last song, and I was like, what? It's kind of like the first song, but, like, more metal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, <clears throat> response to that one were kind of was kind of mixed, mm-hmm. but I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was definitely like the second strongest, probably this week. Like I think yeah. it's yeah. Blink Bot and then this one, mm-hmm. um, and then Agreed. The, then one forty two. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was it's pretty. I, I like the the more metally stuff, and so like hearing a little bit more of that. It's not all that, but you know, hearing a little bit more of that was fun. Yeah. Um, and also, I just really liked the name and the album art. The art was really cool, and yeah. like the name was really cool, mm-hmm. and like it just made me. It just kept me, making me think of like, hey, this has to be an ice cream shop, like some kind of fucked up ice cream store where it's it's, it's like it's like Cold Stone, mm-hmm. but instead, like when you get a tip, somebody has to do a guitar solo instead Ooh. of sing. Oh, and all the all the um all the cups and cones are shaped like buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that'd be that'd be sick. Hell yeah, yeah! I'm totally into that. Yeah. I love a I love a bucket cold stone. It, there's the like bucket, the love bucket, and the gotta have bucket. Yeah, I was trying to think of a pun on that. <laughs> yeah, but, it's really hard. Yeah, there's. I, I, to, I was working on it for a while. Ain't, ain't no meat <laughs> on that bone. That's a that's a yeah. vegan meat. That's a tofu joke right there. So <laughs> it's uh, very soy, <laughs> incredibly soy. Um, this is getting soy. Uh, you know, a tofu cast. Uh, yeah. Um, this is solid pike. Yeah, uh, solid pike. First track, I think, was definitely my favorite track on here. But uh-huh. three solid tracks, three each solid, like solid boys, like solid lads, fourteen, like eight to fourteen minutes long each. Like long yeah. tracks, long solos, good. Like a lot. Um, Fuck yeah, solid Pike. Uh, maybe a little too much shredding. Whatever. Didn't totally keep my attention the entire thirty minutes. If you're gonna listen to one of the bikes we're talking about this week, listen to one forty three blank bot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's uh, the recommend for sure. Yeah, this this uh, one's a little more uh, solo centered. So if you're really into just here and bucket fucking shred, this is the one for you. It's like rock the Casbah, but shred the bucket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the park, I think this guy would go well um, as the roller coaster on the cover. Uh, the the cover is like this roller coaster going up into the clouds, and then there's like this building just in the middle of the roller coaster. Yeah. It's super weird looking. That's where the, that's where the ice cream is. The, you mean the ice I, ice cream? Yes, the ice cream. The ice cream. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. 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 We all scream for Scream Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. We all we all scream for horse cream. <laughs> I, I, I scream. Ivermectin scream. We all scream for horse cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We all... <laughs> Uh, okay. We, we all scream for horse cream. Is the name of the do, do we? I mean, uh, like, I would, I would argue that Tom Green screams for horse cream. Uh, but daddy, look, I'm a farmer, daddy. I'm a farmer, daddy, daddy. I'm a farmer. Look at me, daddy. I'm a farmer now. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen that, 
You should. Freddie got fingered uh, from 2000. Uh, Frederick got one? fingered. 2002? God. That movie's fantastic. Really bad. Uh, don't you, take that. You should, you should make a meme of Freddie Gibbs got fingered and just put Freddie Gibbs on there jerking off a horse. <laughs> Dude, he will find me and kill me. Freddie, <laughs> yeah, he will. Freddie Gibbs is an angry man. <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm afraid of that dude. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I listened to his podcast once. I'm like, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, all right. Well, we're just trekking along here. I don't know. We can take a break if you want, or we can just keep uh, going. Yeah, I could go for a pee. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, I mean, we can keep going. Do you want to just uh, keep? read jokes while I'm in the bathroom? Oh, I, I do. Okay. Uh, do you have the adult joke book? I can go get... I thought I had... Where, hey, no, oh, I'll just right use this one. No, it's right here. It's right okay. here. All right. There perfect. you go. All right, cool. I'll okay. be right back, and Spencer's going to read some jokes for you. Uh, so this is the adult joke book. Um, we're we're going to cut this part out of the podcast, but um, I'm just going to read some of these jokes here. It says, adult the adult only... You can see that. The adult only joke book. This was per, this was uh, written in 2002, or at least it was produ- It was made in 2002. Um, a person, the previous owner of this, I got this at a thrift store. Um, the previous owner of this has um, rated each of the jokes, which is really impressive. I, I got this for Brit because Brit sucks and likes bad jokes, and so here we go. Uh, oh, here's a bunch of knock knock jokes. Let's do a, a bunch of these. These are stupid. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, wow. This one's deep. Uh, knock, knock. Who's <laughs> Alfred? <laughs> Alfred, the needle, if you sue. So I don't know. I don't get it. Um, uh, okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Amana. Amana who? Amana bad mood. Okay, no, no. I, got, I like this one. Britt, are you ready for this? This this joke is really good. This one's good. Um, <laughs> I don't trust you. I, I know. Put on your headphones. You got to get in here for this. <laughs> okay. Oh. Welcome back, Britt. Oh, thank you. Um, that was a great pee. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ammonia. Ammonia who? Ammonia, little kid. <laughs> I'm ammonia. Ammonia little kid? <laughs> what, is, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> ammonia little kid? I'm, I think it's I'm only a little kid is what it's supposed oh, to sound like. Oh. But it's just I thought ammonia. it was like I'm, I'm on a little kid or something. Like, what? Is this like a weird pedophilic joke? This oh, is, God. Don't. Don't. We're going to get canceled. No. Get, I mean, no. That. I'm calling out pedophilia in this. I'm call, right, cool. we're, we're coming after <laughs> you, Walt Whitman. <laughs> Well, Whitman gave a job. It's a classic. Uh, it is. It is. Um, uh, so, Brit. Yeah, Spencer. Oh, my God, Brit. Uh-huh, what's up? You want to go on a, on a journey with me? Hell yeah. I'm going to take it to 420 Town, baby. Statements from the bucket board. Oh, oh, my God. God. Well, welcome. This is the part of the show where we like to shine a light into those shittier parts of the world, a.k.a. YouTube comment sections. Ooh. 
Um, kick things off. Gooey batter says four years ago. Gooey batter. That's what we want in our holes, baby. Serve it up. I'm talking about cake batter, eating cake batter. Okay. That's, uh, the just, okay, go freaking sick. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that gooey batter in my pussy, baby. Gooey batter, baby. (laughs) All right. Um, we love to see it. Um, electric infinity says six years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyone else having their head bounce side to side? Sure. That happens sure. to me sometimes. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, like, yeah, when I'm adjusting my neck, I guess. Uh-huh. God, remember when it, like, you could just, like, headbang, and then, you're, like, your neck sore for a day, and then that's it? I know, right? Now now if I headbang, like, my entire upper half of my body is in incredible pain for, like, yeah. a week. Uh-huh. I feel, yeah, the, ne- yeah. the next day I feel like I did, like, a full workout. The next... Uh, oh, this one right here. Hey, hey, this hey, one hey, making hey, jokes, hey, making hey, puns hey, up hey. in here. Yeah, no, it's pretty uh, good. Um, Doctor Samurai says a laboratory of riffs. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that, that two interesting choices for a career: doctor and samurai together. I feel like yeah. you're giving yourself a lot of business. Yeah, he would know about laboratories, though. He would. Yeah, he would definitely know <laughs> yeah, yeah, about he's got, laboratories. He's got he's got a samurai laboratory, but right, you know. Do you think he has like a sword laboratory? <laughs> sword laboratory sounds like a fucking dumb like high school metal like prog band. That's like an Australian metal band, like oh. Wolf Mother. Oh <laughs> no! It, it's fucking like uh, uh, a Nea Scaris. They're like uh, that kind of band, but like—is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I always thought it was N E, but I think like, it's Nay. Eh, nay. The the, the <laughs> knights that say Nay. Uh, uh, Obliviscaris. Nah, Obliviscaris. <laughs> Narcotics Anonymous. Obliviscaris. <laughs> Narcotic. No, Narcotics Euronymous. Obliviscaris. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That's that's the most obscure joke I've ever made. Nar- narcotics Euronymous is actually pretty fun. That's a there's can, a meme there. Can that be the name of the episode? That's a pretty I'll, good I'll consider one. it. Uh, <laughs> that's under consideration. <laughs> Jamie Schaefer coming out with some uh, uh, controversial statements here. Buckethead is a funk god. There, I said it. There, I said like what was that like a shit you've been keeping in? Like, I don't know. He's been it? he's been like. Thinking that it's like not apropos to say this, but you know, I think it's fine. I think Buckethead can be a, a funk god. Yeah, that's totally. I mean, he he he. One of his best friends is Bootsy Collins, who, in my opinion, is probably the world's most preeminent funk god. Yeah, no, no, uh, he is like, yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, I honestly, I can't think of a more influential funk musician like oh absolutely yeah bootsy collins is the man and yeah he's Buckethead is up. like one of his homies they've made music together they're mm-hmm. friends yeah like no he's definitely in the pantheon he's oh, gotta oh, yeah. be yeah 100 oh, yeah. percent. that's not even a controversial oh, statement he's, he's what in are the we coop, doing baby he's in the coop he is in the coop he is right in the coop. hell yeah you love that mm-hmm. um hollis williams coming out with some uh interesting stuff one month ago edited so other people doing this too, not just us. Hollis Williams says, It sounds like Jimmy Page ascended to the Matrix and became an android, LOL. Yeah. Do you think uh, android Jimmy Page uh, molests android 15-year-olds? I think android Jimmy Page is only available on certain Google smartphones. 
Oh, that's that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's just on like old Sam's the the Samsung that blew up because uh, blowing up is what he does in underage <laughs> girls. Oh no! <laughs> Too early for bucket jokes. Bucket jokes are leaking. Um, no, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> the champ zero three three says, "Yeah, the twisted house inside his head." A twisted house inside his head. I don't. I don't think so. I, I mean, know. he's. That's. It's weird. Like that, people imagine that Buckethead like could be like very deeply disturbed. Like, if you're yeah, deeply yeah. disturbed, honestly, you can't. You, you can't be this productive. Straight up, especially when you're working directly with another partner. Like, come on. No. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. Before we uh, move on to other YouTube comments, I. Mm-hmm. Must tell you one thing, Britt. What's what's this, Spencer? Britt, uh, our friend, our compatriot, mm-hmm. Jordan Vine, went on one. Um, I have more Jordan Vine content than we have ever had in a a bucket void. Should uh, we do an intro and an outro? We should. Let's okay. uh, let's go. Let's go to it. All right. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Master of the ship key, a bucket bot divine. That is so much louder than all the other samples. It's on extremely here. That loud. Is, that, I, you won the loudness. My one, volume. But that, one. I, that, um, that that was the uh, Californication of samples. Um. <laughs> okay. So, um, to get, kick things off, we have a rare response. Now, our friend Jordan Vine, who is our favorite YouTube commenter, oh, um, by far on Buckethead content. Um, mm-hmm. He, I'm assuming he. I just got to say this. I don't know if Jordan Vine is 13 or 55. Like, I have no idea. He could be either. Ageless, formless. Age, ageless, faceless, nevermore. Mm. Um, he, is, he is an ancient demigod. <laughs> of of, of, of YouTube comments. comments. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so he rarely like responds to things that other people uh, post, but mm-hmm. in, in today he did that twice. He, he monologues a lot. He does. Very rarely. And, well, he... he does that a lot too, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get to that. So anyways, um, you, uh, YouTube user P. Tracy has like a really reasonable uh, comment here just talking about how they uh, were. Do you think P. Tracy is short for penis Tracy, which is Dick Tracy's full name? Um, I'm going to assume yes. Fair enough. Uh, so they, they go, they, they're talking about how, um, Pike 143 blank bot is not their favorite Pike. They think it's kind of average, but they really like the last song. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jordan Vine respond, Ooh. responds Ooh. Um, and says, does it matter if he's done it before? No, it doesn't. Wow. Just, I agree. <laughs> I mean that's 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 actually almost some almost some negativity. Not quite, but almost some negativity. Almost some negativity. Almost. Right. Um so he has a lot to say here. Um and a lot of it's kind of repeated, mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> I'm gonna give some excerpts here. Okay. Um this is one of his longest comments I've seen in a while, but we're gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Um you're gonna have to help me with some of the other ones because like I can't scream this much, but here we go. Jordan says, if he wants, oh, by the way, this is, um, so this is a rare circumstance in which Jordan Vine has, uh, comments on this, this pike from multiple years. 
So he has in, oh. on on this Pike. This was Pike uh, 143. He had comments mm-hmm. from four years ago and comments from three years ago. So he like went back to this and added more comments a year later, That's which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, because um, you, you actually do not. I mean, you don't really see like repeat commenters. Unless yeah. they're responding to something on the Buckethead Pikes. Um, well, I, I see repeat commenters, but... Well, I'm, I'm talking <clears> like not like they don't comment multiple things on the same song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, you're right. Um, so anyways, he says three years ago, if he wants to do a metal album, he can. Mm-hmm. Rock album of any style, he can. Okay. Acoustic album, he can. Yeah. Funky album like this. He can. Hell yeah. Shred album. Mm-hmm. He can. Mm-hmm. Ambient album. He can. He can. Or whatever style he wants. He can. Or do a pike or a full length album. He can. Because he has the freedom and the right to compose whatever fucking music he wants. And do whatever album he wants to do. Because it's up to him. Not us. Not us. No, it's definitely wow. not up to us. I mean, that was like a preacher on a pulpit, man. That like, was So that that was basically a wrestling promo for yeah, Buckethead. Yeah. Like, he was, he was cutting a promo there on, yes. on all the haters. All the haters. All the haters. All the haters. Um, all of... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I would like you to read this Jordan Vine comment for us. I'd be happy to. Um, Jordan Vine says, three years ago, look, I'm being totally and completely honest here. I'm not saying he might be, has the potential to be, could be, or should be, the best and greatest guitarist in the entire history of music and guitar playing. He fucking is. <laughs> and that's a fact. Beautiful. Uh, we love you, Jordan Vine. Thanks for your energy. Uh, speaking um, of energy, I'm about to <laughs> do the do. Yeah, that's the energy that you need. Um <laughs> So uh, he has some other stuff here, but it's uh, it's all it's all kind of similar. So we're mm-hmm. we're gonna say hey, thanks for the. Um, oh, we're gonna we're gonna leave leave our Jordan Vine section off with this, mm-hmm. which is a, a variant of a comment he uses a lot, but I like this one um, a lot, and that's uh, just this is magnificent, truly incredible. Hell yeah, it is. Love you, Jordan Vine. Jordan Vine. Jordan Vine fucking rocks. Speaking yeah. of rocks, Crosshair SB says six years ago, my oh my, this rocks. It does. Yeah. My, I love the my oh my. Like I, I love, yeah. I, I like yeah. to believe it's like foghorn leghorn. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah with, with the like, yeah. what in tarnation is I just s- picking? I he's, said, I said he shreds. Oh, he just, he, <laughs> he, 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 be, he, be, he, be, he be picking, he be shredding. He be playing guitar all up in this place like a tornado. <laughs> he's he's sweeping and tapping and I'm losing it. 
Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> um, Darwin blinks out here with some really shitty classist bullshit and says, Eddie Van Halen is a janitor compared to this. Not sure why I did a Dave Mustaine voice for that, but... Uh, <laughs> Like, hello wrong? me, it's classism again. <laughs> like, what's wrong with a janitor, dude? That's like a good union job. I Fuck know. You. Like, maybe, is he saying that, like, uh, well, maybe he's giving a compliment and saying that, like, maybe Eddie Van Halen's playing is cleaner? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's next level, bro. I, I hadn't even considered. That's uh, truly, truly good. Uh, Bob M says, Fuck yeah, my air guitar broke. Oh, I love that. One year ago, edited. <laughs> I, f- I feel like there has been at least another comment that you've actually pulled from the bucket void that was like that. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Uh, I think I actually have. That's a, it's a really good point. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of statements from the Britain void, and then we'll wrap things up. Sound good? Oh, boy. Statements from the Britain void. so yeah. much shorter can you no, make it so much no, shorter please no, it does not need to be like no, a minute long no, no. like what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> like, you, i don't know if you've ever noticed but whenever we are like, you making it longer every time yes i am <laughs> no no every time i make we make like a new segment and i make a new song i make it like three seconds longer than the last one driving me insane <laughs> but you're i'm losing my mind like, that's that's by design, Spencer. Ah, yeah, I, I bet it is. I'm I'm gonna make you have to confront mental illness at some point. <laughs> Speaking of mental illness, on January 29th, 2018, at 7:05 p.m., I texted you, "Yo, let's come up with some band names for fun." And then I said, "Gorps." Good uh, <laughs> gorps. Gorps. You responded, it. "Instead, why don't we start a band for fun?" And I said, "Hell yeah." Gorps practice next week. He said, okay, but I'm pronouncing it Gorpsy. <laughs> Gorpsy. I like that. I like Gorpsy too. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so in the, in the same vein, also in 2018, January 31st, 2018, to be specific, tw- at 10.17 a.m. Oh, cool. I don't I, know why the fuck you were texting me about this at 10.17 a.m. Because I used to work at 5 a.m. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's like midday for you. Uh-huh. Uh, you said, quote, Star Trek Facts. In Klingon culture, the most honorable thing you can do besides dying in battle is peeing off poop stains from the side of a toilet. <laughs> Hashtag Trek Facts. <laughs> That's a great Trek fact. I it's, totally a, it's a pretty good Trek fact. You gotta, you're, not, mean, you're not wrong. And with two, two Klingon penises, you can pee off twice the poop from the toilet bowl. Do we know if both both penises emit urine? This is a great question. Do both of them have like a full urethra? Does one come and one pee? That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you got like, or do you have an intube and an outtube? Oh, like, no. Like one for doing the pee stick and shoving a fucking yeah, 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 yeah. reusable Obviously. chopstick in there. Yeah. Well, what else are you going to throw in there? Disposable yeah. chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. That's you, what. <laughs> you get takeout, use the chopsticks for fun, then mm-hmm. you use them to eat and then throw them away. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 You got to have a... A process of this. You got a system, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's... yeah. Uh, speaking of disturbing systems, um, <laughs> we're gonna close out with this mm-hmm. um, last, uh, last, last bucket void for today. 
September 23rd, 2019, mm-hmm. at 11.22 p.m., um, you texted me this. I finally have the words to explain how I feel. Les Claypool is the Jim Varney of Prague. <laughs> Deepest thought I've had in years. <laughs> Demons from the So, uh, <laughs> name for a Primus album here, uh, Ernest Goes to Music. <laughs> Please make that meme. I know it's for no one, but, like, that's beautiful. <laughs> uh... <laughs> that's, that's the name of the episode. That's, that's the name of the episode. Wait, what, what was it? Just again? Ernest Goes to Music. <laughs> Ernest Goes to... Uh, okay. Um, no. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Spencer. Yeah. What do you have to recommend this week? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I intentionally left out one anecdote um, from when I saw Green Day this week. Excellent. And uh, that anecdote is um, goes hand in hand with my recommendation. And my recommendation is if you can safely see a concert, meaning you are vaccinated, you are wearing a mask, and you are trying your best to stay away from other people, you can do this. And go see a concert. I highly recommend seeing a concert. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking It's rad. really wonderful. Concerts are really great. I really that. miss live music. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite feel like it's back for real, but like being able to go to a show was really cool. And I do recommend that. But in, in <clears throat> that recommendation, I recommend if you uh, drink alcohol, get fucking trashed at the concert. <laughs> Safely. Obviously. Uh, but yeah, get fucking trashed at the concert. That's my recommendation. Uh, the reason why is I had a beautiful moment happen to me while watching Green Day, and it, it only came about because of how fucking drunk I was. Love and um, so Green Day, <clears throat> they did like a very big, like uh, dramatic buildup and like and like climax. And when they did that, they all all these like pyrotechnics went off. It was very exciting. And then hmm. as soon as that happened, they just like cut and went into Billy Joel or whatever playing guitar and um, just starting. Uh, 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 wake me up when September ends, right? Sick. So he started playing that, and it, that song starts off with him just like singing and playing guitar, right? So mm-hmm. it just it starts like that. But um, so right after he does like the first kind of like intro vocal part, like there's a, like a little instrumental part, and I was really drunk when I was watching that. And uh, so he does that, he does the intro part, and then as soon as it's like just instrumental again, I just yelled <laughs> into the crowd, "It's fucking September right now!" <laughs> <laughs> and like. A lot of people around me started laughing, and I had, I had, it was nice. It was a nice moment for me. <laughs> That's sick, dude. Thank you. Love it. Yeah. Britt, what you got to recommend? I, um, I don't like myself for this. <laughs> In fact, uh, this is the, the worst part of me, I'd say. Oh, uh, uh, wow. I know. We're, we're there, getting into I, that I, conversation. And huh? I am, I am self-aware. And, uh, this is, this is something we've talked about though on the <clears throat> cast before. Um, uh-huh. my, my being, um, very unfortunately less clay build. You're so less clay build. So this week I actually have to recommend, cause I listened to it again. Um, Blind Illusions 1998 <laughs> album, The Sane Asylum. That's so funny. I, that came up on like somewhere recently that I saw that and I was like, I should maybe listen to that. And then I was like, nah. 
I think I, I talked to you about it. No, no, it wasn't that. No, it was ago. literally okay. like I was looking on the internet and it, like I saw a picture of that album. It's like, it's a fucking awesome thrash album. Yeah. Yeah. Blind like, Illusions, the thrash band. If you don't know, mm-hmm. Les Claypool was in a thrash metal band in 1988. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry Lalonde, the Primus' guitarist, also plays guitar on that album. Oh, wow. You mean possessed's guitarist. Larry Lalonde, yeah. Larry Lalonde. Um, it's, it, it, it's good. It's just fucking good. Les Claypool should play music that he doesn't write more often. What about Les Claypool doing vocals over just a standard thrash album? Where he's like, I would, I would hate that. Thankfully he doesn't do vocals on this album at all. Throw away the cum sock. Throw away the cum sock. <laughs> Eat my apple pie. <laughs> like some fucking, That's some pretty. And it's like, dude, holy shit. That that was some Les Clay pilled ass vocals, dog. Fucking Les Claypool's funny, man. Yeah. I was watching the evening news. They turned all the cats into Jews. Like, what, dude? That doesn't make any sense. Is that offensive? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. even know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Blind Illusions. What's, it, what's that record called again? Um, use Your Blind Illusion. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> That's too obscure to not. It's so it's, good. It's a uh, the Sane Asylum. Okay, uh, from uh, right. 1988. But Man. then they re-released it and remastered it in like 2010. You know what's so funny is like I tw- have- actually no, uh, this year they just re-released it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what's so funny is like the last time I listened to Blind Illusions, the Sane Asylum from mm-hmm. 1988 was when I was in fucking high school, dude. Wow. It's been a long time. Oh yeah. Uh, for and me. uh. Also, it was, uh, interestingly, produced by Kirk Hammett of Metallica fame. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Of, of Wah-Pedal fame. Of Wah-Pedal. Oh, sorry. I, I thought the, you were talking about somebody he's, else. He's the Wah-Pedalist in Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the heir to the Wah-Pedal fortune. <laughs> yes. The, uh, yes. <laughs> the uh, Wah-Luigi, if you will. Yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, mm-hmm. but the... Um, the, invent- the inventor of the wah pedal is Geppetto Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto Waluigi. <laughs> Dude, you, that joke sucks. You need to, since you make guitar pedals, you need to make a Geppetto. <laughs> that which just says Pinocchio's Geppetto on it. That doesn't make it. That doesn't just, make any that'd sense. Be the worst. I do. I will make a Waluigi wah pedal. That'd though. be so sick, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that, you can could sell like, the shit out of that. If I could contour the the cue on it so that it does make like if you do it fast, it does make like a wah 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 kind of sound. That'd be sick as hell. Dog. That'd be really sick. Yeah, there's money well, to be made in Waluigi. Yeah. There isn't big big well, Waluigi. Lobby. I mean, not legally, because Nintendo will sue everything out of me. Oh yes. <laughs> They will. Nintendo they will. They will send a Disney. man dressed like Mario to your house just to rape you. Oh my God! Like that's. Oh, well, I think bucket jokes are leaking again. <laughs> um. uh, no, that's my asshole. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of which, I think it's time for my favorite part of the show. Oh, is it? I, I think that. so. Well, here is some bucket jokes. Ha 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 bucket joke. 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 What do Rob Halford and a proctologist's forceps have in common? 
<laughs> well, they're both completely metal and spend a lot of their time in dudes' asses. <laughs> Man, Rob Halford rules. I fucking love that he's dude. So, his Instagram it's is awesome. Incredible. Dude, his social media is great. He just yeah. like... Yeah. He just posts himself and like pictures of cats. Yeah, and, like and just, just being like, a nice guy. Yeah, him like, wearing other band shirts and putting them over and shit yeah, like that. He seems and like, like this band seemed, rocks, and I'm like, dude, you're he like genuinely cool. seems like a super wholesome person. Like, yeah. Apparently, he used to be a big dick, but then after he just got sober, like everyone says, he's like the nicest dude in metal. That's awesome. Which is we, super. We fun. love we we are big Halford stands. Hell yeah, big fucking Halford stands. Yeah, no no shade on him. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, these. but Ripper Owens, what a piece of shit! Fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's a super he? maga bro. Dude. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He like oh. plays for he plays shows just for cops and shit. Pull. Plays like power metal for cops, Pull. which is like, can you name a can you name a genre of music lamer Cop. than power metal for cops? <laughs> like, come on! I like power metal too. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Wow. Power metal for cops. That sucks, yeah, dude. It does. It does. Uh, uh, why did the radical feminist uh, refuse to plot fly on the private jet? Because uh, it was a mansplain. <laughs> it's okay. That's an yeah, okay right? joke. <laughs> yeah. um, so I ended up uh, listening to power metal band Rhapsody. Speaking of power metal, I, I ended up oh, yeah. listening to Rhapsody's oh, yeah. entire discography over the past week. Uh, Consequently, I've what? decided. Wow! Oh man, we should have a bigger <laughs> and longer conversation about that at some point. Yeah, but, but uh, consequently, yeah. I've decided to go back to college and become a dragon. <laughs> I think you could still do that. There's some uh, communities I could tell you about where you can be the dragon fucking or the the car. So by that um, by that, I'm going to go to the art institute and just become a furry. <laughs> hey, um, hey. Uh, no shade on furries. Yeah. So. Um, Somebody online uh, recently who listens to the show uh, recently accused me of making too many jokes about the ages of Steven Tyler's girlfriends. And I told him, uh, yeah, I suppose they're pretty immature. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man, this is getting canceled. <laughs> a, a fucking problematic cast. Oh, yes. Love it. Um, so uh, I was at a protest uh, the other week. Um, there's protests going on again. Wow. It's crazy. Okay. This one was against a uh, shitty white funk rock. Uh, <laughs> things ended up uh, getting kind of violent. And unfortunately I got red hot chili pepper sprayed. <laughs> what are we doing? This is like the ball pit of jokes, you know, <laughs> like it's like well, smelly. Cause it's just like, full of piss, and full of piss, <laughs> full of piss and children. And it's not even warm piss. It's cold piss. Oh. Like, come on, at least let it be so warm. It's, it's full of piss and children, which is, uh, is that a ball pit or is that Les Claypool's basement? <laughs> oh yeah. That. Yeah. You know, all rock music is yacht rock. If you're absurdly wealthy, <laughs> that's true. Um, ain't that the truth? Why did the vampire from Sesame street think the kitchen remodeling store was a gay club? <laughs> what? Because that's where he was told to go to get a new countertop. Uh, um. <laughs> I love that reaction. Like you processing it. Nah, <laughs> I get it. I like but... the, uh, okay. So we have to address something here. You called him the, the Sesame street vampire. Yeah. The count. 
Bro, yeah, but, it's his but, name. But saying the count reveals part of the punchline, which I can't <laughs> do, because then you might guess it, which is the worst part about jokes. <laughs> why, why did the guy poop in the pit at the Turnstile show? This is real. <laughs> yeah. Recently, it came out on yeah. Twitter. Uh, it would have Turnstile, a yeah. band that you've recommended. I've recommended. Uh, yeah, great band. Uh, yeah, really good band uh, on the show in the past. Someone pooped in the, the pit at, it's, at their it's show. Really, it's a really incredible thing to have happened. Right. And like, it, it, it ended it, up <laughs> getting all over people's feet and up onto the stage because people oh, were stage diving so and stuff, good. which is crazy, right? Yeah. Um. So, but... I mean, no one's going to admit to that. Right. But uh, so my question to you is, why did the guy poop in the pit at the Turnstile show? <laughs> if you got an answer, lay it on me. Well, he'd only been to Tool concerts before <laughs> and thought the diapers would be provided. Um, how is this is a beautiful joke? How, how is sex with Michael J. Fox like what Uma Thurman orders at the diner in Pulp Fiction? Oh no! Well, they're both a vanilla shake. I found, man, when I was going through Britain Void shit, I found a Michael J. Fox joke you made a long time ago, and I was like, nope. We love Michael J. Fox. We do. Big, big Michael J. Fox. Hell yeah, he's a he's a rad dude. Like, do you remember when he made that website where it would like it would shake a bunch? Where yeah, was that was like, funny. That was funny. Joke? Like he he gets the joke. Like yeah. if you've seen the uh, season of him on Curb Your Enthusiasm, oh my god, amazing oh season! My god, he is so in good. on the joke. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, and yeah. I, I stand him. It's out of no, I mean, no hate. Like the dude's a fucking living hero. Like oh, for dude sure. fucks. Yeah. Yeah. His charity is actually one of the best charities. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of the money basically goes to Parkinson's research, which is sick as fuck. Like it's very sick. Yeah. Dude's great. Big fan of Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I don't know if I need to qualify it, but like the bucket jokes, none of them are fucking serious memes. None of them are fucking serious. Like we're having a laugh. I respect 99% of the people I make jokes about. Still oh, yeah. don't know about Les yeah. Claypool, but, uh, <laughs> well, until we get him on the podcast, but yeah. I, I guess he is 99% of the people I joke about. So yeah, that is true. He, he is. is yeah. He is the 99%. Unfortunately, as less clay pilled as you are. You mm, know, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, <clears throat> I used to brag a bunch to people about my eight inch cock until the veterinarian told me my rooster was definitely malnourished. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> Oh. Take care of your chickens. Uh, why wouldn't the woman take the Polish guy's last name after marrying him? <laughs> well, it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the whole joke. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, um, that's, good. that's good. I finally went to driver's ed the other day to uh, get my insurance rates down. Yeah. Sure. Because you know your your insurance rates like cut by like twenty five percent. What about drivers Ed Ed and Eddie? Ooh, drivers special Ed from Crank Yankers. <laughs> there you go. Um, so while I was there, the uh, instructor I was holding the wheel from the bottom, and the instructor um, told me the drivers should keep their hands on the wheel at ten and two. Uh-huh. And I told him that's way too young for anybody to be driving. <laughs> that's- Terrible joke. Um, okay, but you just inspired something in me. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and that is, 
we've talked about this before. Like the Lost Zed standalone film should mm-hmm. be should have been called Driver Zed. Oh, and he, and he runs, teaches a, he drive, runs a car, teaches a driving school. Oh, but 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 with the the fucking car with all the like mannequin legs in the back. From yes, number two. Yes, exactly. Hell yeah, Driver Zed. It would have because like let's. Yeah, imagine he gets fired from the police academy. Or he doesn't get fired. They're just like, you're too weird. we got to put you in something else. So now he's running a driving school. Hell yeah. And hijinks ensue. Mm. So how do you tell the difference between a raven and a crow? I, I mean, I know the answer to this question. Do you want me to not answer it? Yeah, don't, don't answer okay. it because the real answer is not funny. Um, so <laughs> the raven is larger, has a larger bill, and uh, usually flies alone or in pairs, <laughs> whereas the crow... Is a 1994 film starring Brandon Lee. It is. Yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. That's Banger the difference. soundtrack. Fucking awesome. So, yeah. <clears> super <throat> like proto new metal and like 90s goth metal stuff. You love I think, to see I think it. there's an uh, NIN and a Marilyn Manson song on there. Is there a typo negative song on there? I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure there is. Yeah, there is. Um, it's pretty sick. Hell yeah. Um, and we're going to close out on this one. Uh, <clears throat> what performance credits. Uh, is David Ellefson, former Megadeth bassist, uh, given for Hangar 18? <laughs> what performance credits is he uh, given? Tell me, Brent. Uh, well, both bass and grooming the song since it was Hangar 17. Speaking of David Ellefson, um, mm-hmm. uh, Loudwire put out a post on Instagram um, saying like he had a new song out. Okay. And uh, for his new band, he started a new band already. He has a new song on already. Okay. Um, and the comments were naturally incredible. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet. Why didn't you bring any of those to the bucket? Uh, that's actually a really good point. We could look at those Let's now, look, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, you want to do it when the, the, the yeah. show is done? Let's, well, I mean, the show uh, is done. But... Oh, well, yeah, I mean, but so I don't have to edit it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's uh, let's right. let's finish up the let's show. Finish up the show. Hey Spencer, where can I find you on the internet? <laughs> oh my God, you can follow me at New Metal Karate Society on Instagram or at New Metal Cult everywhere else. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. What about you, Britt? Uh, well, you can follow. Uh, you can talk to me on any of our social media. Just look up uh, Getting Head or Getting Head Bucket Cast. We're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, except for TikTok. Yeah, we don't do TikTok. No, fuck TikTok. Well, I mean, I'm going to end up putting a, a bunch of like my bucket jokes on TikTok just to oh, yeah, get should. dumbasses on this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yep, yeah, you can also follow me at Dog Vorbis. Uh, and I've been doing Twitter a lot, so follow me on Twitter. Nice, yeah, Twitter's making, pretty fun. I make, I make the, the word jokes. Word jokes I are I make fun. the image jokes and make the word jokes. I'm going to I'm going to pitch this again. Mm-hmm. We still have not gotten a voicemail, but that's okay. Um, yeah, if you bummer. would like to call us and leave us a voicemail, uh-huh. you can. Um the phone number to do that is 425-310-2416. Hell yeah. Um to leave me a voicemail anytime, I will listen to it. I promise. Uh like uh like Sonic, give us a ring. Wow. Um uh yeah, you want that Sonussy, you got to put a ring on it. Hell yeah. Big blue <laughs> booty, baby. Yeah. We we love to see it. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. It's been really good. Indeed, it has. Um, so, let's wrap things up. Hey, Spencer, where can I find you? Not on the internet, but physically. Um, you're at my house in real life right now. Yeah, you should give the viewers your address. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing that. But if you do want to send me something, send me a message, and I will give you my P.O. box. Um, anyways, 
Where's the outro? What's the what the fuck is the outro? Do we have a Patreon? We still have a page. I uh, so I've actually uh, I should probably update this. Yeah, um, I mean I've been updating a lot of stuff lately. Our Patreon is updated, so we now have uh, pretty much every uh, video episode we've ever done, which is like all but like five or six episodes, uh, is up. And also, if you want to listen to us on YouTube, I am putting up all of our audio episodes on YouTube. I've got the first like thirty some of them up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're we're all over the place, just all over the internet. Just look look it up. We're fucking there. Find it. Yeah, we're out there. Yeah. Say say hello and shit. I don't care. Don't. Sure. But do. And I think that might do it for today. All music for the show is done by Britton and Spencer. All research, writing, editing, and social media by yours truly, Britton. Our artwork is done by Slunkbot and myself. And last but not least, this has been Britton. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head. A, a Bucket, bucket cast. cast. Stay greasy, Bucketheads. Namaste. Namaste.